All right, why are you not all in when it comes to Facebook advertising? Raise your pinkies because in today's episode, we're discussing the top 10 misconceptions people have about Facebook ads. Presented by Advertise Mint, the Duke of Digital will guide you through the rapidly changing landscape of digital marketing, social media, and how to grow your business online. To submit a question for the show, text 323-821-2044 or visit dukeofdigital.com. If you need an expert to fix your ads, the friendly team at Advertise Mint is ready to help. Visit advertisement, that's M-I-N-T, dot com or call 844-236-4686 to grow your business. Here's your host, Brian Miet. All right, in the studio today, we have Brandon Palacios. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Oh, nice. It's a great morning. <laughs> now, Brandon is, um, he oversees our sales division at Advertisement, and I wanted to have you on the podcast today because in any given week of time, we have conversations with hundreds of business owners that can range from uh, a, a, a small mom and pop to someone that's, you know, starting a Kickstarter campaign all the way up to CMOs of like fortune 500 companies, uh, that we're talking with about, you know, the process of social advertising, the elements or the benefits that they have, the options that are available to them. Um, and so what I really wanted to do was to have an episode where we could just chat about some of the things that we hear people say on on a daily basis yeah no it's every week i mean you have different types of businesses that come across asking for help have specific questions and i think the amount of reasons when it comes to making a decision or looking to get started i understand you want to do your due diligence you want to make sure you're working with a credible company you're working with someone who's going to be a growth partner and grow with you but um you know, there's there's been some interesting oh, yeah. objections or reasons why you know people are, you know, held back or they're yep. still holding on to it, you know whether they want to move forward or not. But th th this should be fun. I love I it. So I mean, we were we we sat yesterday at the end of the day and we're like, all right, let's go through. We and we're like, let's write our top ten list out yeah. of what we think them are. And as we started to kind of you know list them out, man, we were laughing. Yeah. As, you know, he would say something like, oh, it's so true. Yeah, yeah, I get that one all the time. And yeah. we were going back and forth. So we wanted to share with you guys today uh, the top 10, um, you know, misconceptions that people have. Now, before we move on, because I didn't know this about you, Brandon, is I was, you know, looking through the notes that were on the for the podcast. Yeah. And on Instagram, you're not just Brandon, you're Big Papa Brandon. On Instagram, <laughs> I, I, I've worked with you forever, and I never knew that until this morning when I looked it up. Yeah. Uh, oh, I loved it. So, if anyone's out there listening right now, let's get this guy more followers. Go to Instagram, <laughs> Big Papa P O P P A Brandon. You know, uh, that's it. No, it's it's full of wonderful photos about hitting up the gym and eating healthy and business and hustle. Um, it's a great, great Instagram account to follow. So make sure you, uh, you follow Brandon on that one. Okay. So Brandon, you've got the list. Um, let's do it. Top yeah, let's 10 get started. misconceptions. Top 10. Started with number 10. Only old people use Facebook. Young people are never on Facebook anymore. <laughs> I mean, this is how I talk with my grandma. I'm like, Hey Grammy, what's up? 
Um, it's funny because I hear this a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people are like, no, Facebook's only for old people. It's uh, young people are somewhere else. They're on Instagram or they're on TikTok. Um, and while maybe there's some truth to this, I just, I, I've seen the data on the back end and it's just not accurate. I think, you know, we're in Hollywood. Yep. And I think places like Hollywood or New York, they're, you know, generally on the cutting edge or Silicon Valley yep. with all the new stuff that's coming out. But I think generally you take people on planet Earth that you're trying to sell your products or services to. Right. And there are still all people of all ages that utilize Facebook or utilizing Instagram. Um, I just, I see so much data that shows the opposite of what people have said in terms of sales are still happening every day from people that are, you know, in the 13 to 18 segment. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I just to add to that, I don't know what people would consider old people. <laughs> I mean, my mom or my parents, you know, they're getting close to retirement age. Mm-hmm. Um, they're on Facebook a lot. And for the reasons you just mentioned, you know, that we want to stay in touch with family. They're, they're finding it entertaining yep. in a way, not just to connect with family, but also seeing what's on there, uh, current events, things like that. But I find myself checking in um, quite a bit, you know, I mean, outside of work, Obviously, it's essential for what I do here. Yep. But at the same time, um, you know, I periodically check in. I mean, it's true. I'll, I'll I'll use other social platforms a little bit more, like Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter. But it's still relevant. There's still reasons to show up. You know, there's groups I'm a part of that I like to check in with. There's um, you know, people, family, right? Uh, birthdays is a big one. Yep. Like anytime it's someone's birthday, I'm like, oh, that's right, it's their birthday. And, you know, if I don't have that person's phone number, I'll find myself leaving a, a comment on their on their profile. So there's still reasons. And I still believe people young people are still on Facebook. Uh, there is opportunity there. Yeah. yeah. Um, definitely don't abandon it. Yeah, for sure. I, I think Facebook is a lot like email, right? Yeah. Like it's just so big that everyone uses it. And so it's not necessarily like the hot and sexy, cool new thing that's out. Right. But it has just that mass reach where people are like most when I've talked to to teenagers or younger people, I'm like, do you have a Facebook? They're like, yeah. Like, they're like, I still have it. Maybe I don't use it as much as some of the other apps, but I have it. And what happens yeah. is all that data on Facebook is linked with all their data on Instagram. Right. So the minute that they're on Instagram, you still have the ability to target them with any ads that you're looking through within the Facebook platform. So, right. I mean, I think when people are freaking out about that, I'm like, no, it's still a valuable platform. And I think any of the, the companies that are going after uh, you know, younger demos can still find a tremendous amount of value um, on, and I would start with Instagram, but sure. also with Facebook as well. I, yeah. I don't think it's like a ghost town, like people make it sound like it Absolutely is. Absolutely not. Yeah. No. no. All right. Let's, let's move on. Uh, number nine, I'm already working with a person from Facebook. Oh, this is a, this is a good one. Um, we get this a lot. Like someone yep. will, will be talking with someone. They're like, well, no, actually, I'm working with a rep from Facebook. Um, it always makes us smile um, because we've worked hand in hand with a lot of these these people. And, and generally what happens, so other people can can understand, is you know, when <laughs> Facebook's hiring new people all the time, and one of the jobs that a lot of them get put into is kind of account management services where they're like, here's thousands and thousands of people who have new accounts on Facebook that are advertising, just email them all and say you can help them and that you're their rep. Um, And so what happens is a way for these employees to kind of build up 
experience. But what happens is, man, some of the advice that's come out of the individuals that we've spoken with is horrible, horrible advice. Um, and, And my thought there would be that you know, it's your money when you're advertising on Facebook. And even 100%. though they're hiding behind that big brand name and they, I think they generally want to help. Um, but what happens is if you ask them how much of your own money have you spent on Facebook, yep. the number is going to be pretty close to zero. Um, and then uh, if you ask them, I mean, the other thing there is, do they get a paycheck every week? Yes. Do you lose money if there's a bad decision there? Yes. They don't, they don't lose anything. Yeah. You lose all your money. Right. If what they give you is bad advice. So I don't know. What are your thoughts? No, hundred percent. I think you make valid points. Um, there was actually an instance where I had a friend, he, uh, about two, two, three years ago, um, I was helping him get him stuff, get his stuff online. Um, and just like what you mentioned, I had someone reach out. They're like, Hey, we noticed you have an account on Facebook. Uh, you know, we'd like to connect with you to see if we can help you out with some of your advertising. I was like, okay, great. Like, let, let, let's do it. Set the appointment. Yeah got on this conference call um it was very basic advice they're like oh yeah you want to you want to spend at least 60 dollars that's that's the number that gets all the results <laughs> and just like really like and sometimes you know i was still kind of figuring this out so i was just taking notes but taking that experience and then you know working here for the past you know plus 12 months plus I've really understood the difference and also having my blueprint certification, yeah, um, which is an exam that, you know, yeah. Facebook has available to advertisers that really test you on your ability and capacity to use their whole ad platform. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, that time and, and, and experience and being here and talking to people, having these conversations, working with account managers, I've really just learned, I'm like, wow, like there's no arbitrary number there's a lot of testing that's involved. Yeah. Um, and what you mentioned, you know, experience is everything in this, in this industry and in, in this line of work. Oh, for sure. If there's one thing I could say, yeah. um, if someone's telling you, yeah, 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 I know about Facebook ads, you need to ask them this one question. Are you Facebook blueprint certified? And if the answer is no, you need to turn to them and say, shut your mouth. <laughs> Cause what happens is they're talking uh, and they're just going to spend you know, you're, it's basically taking your money, your credit card, yep. and they're like, yeah, 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 I know what I'm doing, I want to do it, and they're, to some extent, burning it, um, right. because if they're making mistakes, that's your cash that's that's going away. So, you know, fight for that. Um, that's the number one question you should ask. Um, you know, one of the things that we have is, I think, as a preferred agency, yep. you know, with Facebook, we have, you know, because we spend so much money on the Facebook platform, they give us dedicated resources, which are you know, highly paid people inside of Facebook that their job is to help make sure the agencies get everything that they need as quickly as possible because we have proven results. And so what happens is, you know, we're able to tap in to that high, high level support that someone that with a smaller ad spend wouldn't necessarily get. That's why they're getting, you know, the person that's been at Facebook for two weeks or, you know, three months that they're just starting out you know, trying to build up experience, we're able to go right in and, and solve a lot of problems, right. get things uh, reviewed or, you know, on track way, way quicker yeah. than someone that's going through just a general route. 100%. Cool. All right. Let's move on. What else we one? got? So number eight, I don't want to share my customer data with Facebook. Ooh, oh, yeah, this is true. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people that are hesitant about, oh, Facebook's a big company and they're taking people's data and selling it. Um, why would I want to upload the list of all my customers 
directly to Facebook. And, and from my standpoint, this is night and day in the world of advertising, meaning yeah. like billboards and radio and TV, like you're just pushing something out there and hoping you're playing a numbers game. I hope right. the ad is good and people respond. Um, you know, once you have the ability to upload customer or custom audiences, you can take your best segments of customers yep. and you're only paying to reach those people through Facebook and Instagram and their partner network, which just is incredible because you're going to spend one one hundredth of what you're doing in other areas to be able to reach exactly the people who you want to. Right. No, it's 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 really advantageous. Um, the more data you have, you know, the more information you have about your customers, uh, the better off you'll be. Uh, you know, businesses that have done or have some type of book of business where, yep. you know, they're able to refer like, well, you know, these, these customers bought this type of product and, you know, these customers showed this type of behavior, you put those together, you're really able to get some good results off of your ads Yep. yep. and really get a head start over the person who, you know, maybe starting from scratch doesn't have a whole lot to work with. Yeah. I think one thing that a lot of people don't realize is, you know, when you put the Facebook pixel on your site, um, it's tracking kind of the footsteps of where a person goes. What they don't realize is that information is shared with Facebook, which a lot of people freak out about. The upside there is all the data from other websites like Amazon, Walmart, Costco is all shared back with Facebook as well. So if you're selling a product and there's another person somewhere that's gone to all three of those mega stores looking for a similar product, Facebook's able to see that and they're like, oh, here's an ad for this product. Let's show it to, to that person, which is just incredibly powerful in terms of advertising on reaching the right person with the right ad, which is what Facebook's trying to solve. And people freak out being like, I don't want to share my data. I'm like, but you get the data back from all the massive players in the industry, which is just incredible that you have access to that with smaller budgets. An unpopular opinion here. I, I think, I mean, just piggybacking off of what you just said. I mean, if I'm a consumer, right, and I'm looking for something like a specific type of product, and you know, I've gone to Walmart, I've gone to a website, I've gone to, you know, I've done a Google search, and you show me an alternative on my social feed or on, you know, anywhere else that I'm spending time, and I deem it as a valuable product, you're doing me a service. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, you know, there's there's an element of, oh, like, all these people have my data, it's not private, but if, you know, we're, we have, there's good intentions here, yeah. you know, from, from the business standpoint, and you know, at the end of the day, if you're a customer looking for a solution to something and some business somewhere is able to get in front of you because of all this technology, at the end of the day, you walk away satisfied and happy. Oh, it's so true. And I, what I think is a lot of people don't realize how valuable this is and how much they actually do enjoy it on the back end, which is when they open up their news feeds, yeah. they're seeing ads about thing that, things that they care about right. or that they're interested in. Yeah. Um, I forget about this until I go to the gym and they've got TVs in front of me yeah. and I'm running, jogging on the treadmill and I look and see ads showing up for the most random stuff, retirement centers or uh, sneakers for old people. And I'm like, man, what the heck? Like I'm not their audience at all. And that company is paying Mm -hmm. um, and that's something that they would literally eliminate the waste had they focused within Facebook. Right. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm a big fan. I, I do. And besides, Facebook's got everyone's data anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lost You're not safe. Okay, number seven. Yep. My billboards, my TV ads, my radio ads, my direct mail, 
or better yet, my corner spinner, oh, the sign spinners, spinners, yeah, work best when it comes to acquiring customers. Yeah, it's awesome. This is something that we get. You know, a lot of times people will have, well, my, I've got this one thing that it already it works best for me, and I know that that's my number one form of advertising. There's nothing else on planet Earth that'll mm-hmm. outperform that. I already know. I've done it for 50 years or 30 years or mm-hmm. 20 years. Um, you know, and, and I would say this, right? There always can be some truth to that. You know, when we first started, um, our office was in Santa Monica. And on the Third Street Promenade, there was a yogurt shop um, at, that was like a half of a block away from the Third Street Promenade, which is like a big outdoor mall. And they would put a sign spinner in the middle of the walkway where hundreds and thousands of people are walking that would just point them, hey, there's frozen yogurt this way. And, and when I remember seeing that being like, that's actually really good for, for marketing. Sure. You've got a massive source of traffic and you put a person right in the middle and you're paying them, you know, 15 bucks an hour to spin a sign That right. probably is a really good, uh, marketing channel and, and return on investment, investment. because yeah. yeah, you're getting in front of the people that are close to wanting frozen yogurt. Yeah. Um, so I understand that there are elements that can work well, but I think it really generally comes down to data. And that's where I think I see a lot of this argument fall apart, which is when we'll start to show them the data. People are like, oh, I love TV ads. We've done it. My my dad did it when he ran the business, and it's always what saved our company. And when we'll actually show them, like, you're paying $500 for a customer on TV, and you're paying $40 for a customer on Facebook, then it basically just comes down to cost per impressions, cost right. per results, which system is more efficient. But it's weird. They'll look at the data and be like, but no, but we know. And it's just something that they're comfortable with. And I think, you know, the, the, the rules of advertising have changed. The tools within advertising have changed. Uh, there was a time I did roofing for a summer and I had to do hammer nails to tap it down. And after a week, they're like, here, you get a nail gun. And I was like, oh yeah, I don't want to go back. <laughs> it's way more fun to do roofing with a nail gun. Cause you get done in half the time. It's faster. It's more efficient. Like I would never go back after using a nail gun. Um, and I think it's the same way kind of with advertising. We have these power tools. Um, I don't know, what, what are your thoughts? No, yeah, 100%. You just have more control with digital. Um, you know, with a lot of the traditional methods of advertising, you, there's you, you, there's, a, there's a bit of, there's, there's more of a gamble, Yeah. right? Yep. Because you're serving something to the masses, you don't know, like going back to your story at the gym, you know, they're serving ads on the TVs and everything when you're on the cardio machines, they're just trying to cast a wide net and see what sticks or, or see what they catch. Yep. Um, and there's no real specificity yep. in the message to the person that's seeing it. Um, and, you know, yeah. quite frankly, especially with younger people now, they're, they're actually used to seeing digital ads. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably, probably one of the more prominent methods of advertising they're comfortable yep. or, or used to seeing. So now it's like that doesn't even register. Yeah. Um, but you know, it all depends on what, what who, who so your customers are. If anyone ever wants to see this in action, yeah, find someone else that's different from you. You know, your wife, your cousin, you know, brother, family member, uh, you know, grandma, and say, can I open Facebook and can I look through your account? Yeah. And you will be blown away that the content and the ads that they see are nothing like the content and the ads that you see. Um, and that's what's happening, kind of this personalization. Yeah, it's incredible, true, yeah. and I think people enjoy it and they find it valuable. But a lot of people forget that this is happening on a global scale yeah. with each individual person. Right. Um, I think you know when it comes to this, you know, the game is to to pay less to get attention. That's what you're, which what you're fighting for. 
you're paying for his attention. So, you know, to reach a thousand people, you generally want to pay the less you pay to reach those thousand people, the more efficient you're going to be on the back end if they end up taking action or finding and you want to reach the right people. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, it just comes down to, you know, being efficient with your spends, sure. finding efficient um, ways to spend that money and then having tools that help optimize the ad spend to what actually drives performance yeah or the end results that you want yeah Yeah, yeah, exactly all right all right next one what do we got number six i already know that my google ads are working best yeah Yeah, this is this is true uh a lot of people will come in uh, and they'll say well no my google ads are the very very best um and on this one you know i love google ads Uh, i've been doing google advertising for man 15 20 years it feels like forever um so i i was a big fan when google that was the first platform I ever learned was Google ads. Right. And I was like, this is so powerful compared to what was there before it. Um, because you could target people based on specific keywords, which were in relation to your business. Yeah. Um, so what, what happens with this is hundred percent. I love Google ads. Um, I think they're valuable. They should be a part of any marketing mix if you're in the digital world. Um, but what happens is a lot of times what gets lumped in is the branded terms. So right. this is, you know, all your marketing efforts together, go into where someone's like, I know the name of the company and they type it in and look for it. And so a lot of times what happens is those those ads on the branded terms for your company get extremely high results. And those a lot of times get blended in with everything um, inside of Google. And I think if you actually look at your campaigns and separate that one out, a lot of times, in fact, a lot of times that we've seen, Facebook will be outperforming the higher segments without the branded terms. Yeah, yeah, no, that's great. And one thing I want to add to that, I mean, even if you are running Google ads and, you know, they are successful, you know, you just, just imagine all the people that click your Google ad and don't convert, how, how are you yep. picking them up? Oh, that's great. That's, that's a great point. I mean, you have the ability um, to create custom audiences based on your search traffic, which is generally very expensive. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of times you're bidding for these high value keywords yeah. And, you know, if nine people leave the website, you have the ability to create custom audiences on Facebook and target those specific people, uh, which is incredible to be able to go back and then you're spending less and you're you're doubling down on your investment to make sure that you can reach those people who are actively looking for something. Yeah. Yeah. No missed opportunities here. I love it. I love it. Yeah. You know, one of the things here, too, also is is kind of attribution question. Um, and without go- that would be a whole episode on its own. But people it basically is who gets credit for the sale. And a lot of people always want to pick whoever brings in the person last. Right. It's probably the easiest way to track, which is why most people use it. Um, and attribution is tricky because to be able to solve it, all the big companies, YouTube and Google and Facebook and Amazon would all need to share their data with each other right? so that we could actually find out. It'll never happen. Um, yeah. There's companies that are trying to connect them, trying to solve it. These are big competitors. Uh, they're not going to be friends forever. So I don't think yeah. that attribution problem will ever be solved. Yeah. It's just a matter of something. Of, I think it takes a realistic approach, sure. which is people are going to see multiple things from your company before yeah. they end up buying. And it's a matter of That's getting facts. quality content, quality ads in front of people that are relevant to them and to just continually do it on an ongoing basis and watch the numbers and the data from there. But so many people are like, let's cancel everything else and only do one. And there's just study after study that's like, as the absolute worst thing you can do, you know, you need to get in front of people and there's just a numbers game that you've got to play 
um, to be able to reach your your target audience, bring them in, sh- you know, work through their objections, cr- show them value in what you're doing, um, get them to convert, and then to keep them as a customer and to keep them purchasing down the road. Yeah, yeah. it's it's kind of like I'm just gonna sneak an analogy here. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's say I have a favorite exercise to get good arms, right? Like I love easy bar <laughs> curls, but I know there's other ways to do curls that are going to give me great results, mm-hmm. right? I could do the preacher curl. I could do hammers. I could do cables. I could do single arm. I could do concentrated. Like there's so many ways to hit it um, and still get fantastic results. Like yep. you should like going back to the Google thing, like. If I know Google works well, you know, if are there ways, are there other things I can do to supplement what I'm doing so I can really maximize my marketing budget and yep. what I'm doing with everything yep. with regards to picking up the sale. So, you know, we you want to really explore everything you can do to get the most bang for your buck. Oh, I love it. I love <clears> it. <throat> All right. What what's next? Uh, so number five. I have an employee that can do it. Yes. I got um, someone in house. Yeah, I got someone in house that can handle it. Now, this comes from, <clears> I think, a good place, <throat> which is, you know, people, businesses are trying to be efficient. They've got areas that they need to have managed internally. A lot of times they'll hire a digital marketing manager. Um, what I don't think a lot of businesses know is, and this is complicated stuff. Like this, yeah. you know, the, the world of Google ads, the world of Facebook <laughs> ads, and everything in between, you know, there's new companies all the time they're trying to help or platforms or systems and it everything changes so quick. Um, I mean, I write a book every year. I update the, a book on Facebook ads, yep. and usually within about six months, someone will leave a comment and be like, "Hey, this screenshot is outdated," and it, it's true. Like, and I write it every single year, uh, and it's usually about the six month time before someone will say, "Hey, that's it's different now," and yep. I'm like, "That's exactly right. Yeah, it, right. It, things right. change very very quickly." So, I think on this one, you know, it starts from wanting to have someone manage internally. What happens in the downside to this is the cost that you pay in extra or, or higher priced ads. And this is what I don't think a lot of businesses understand is on the back end of Facebook, you pay more if you run lame ads, ads that are Big boring, yeah. ads that are uh, people don't engage with, mm-hmm. ads you say show you the same over. ad forever and ever and they just get scrolled over. Yep. The minute people on Facebook start to scroll over your ad or, or you know pass by it, Facebook starts to charge you more. And so, I mean, we we have a rule: uh, never show the same ad more than twice to the same person, which is very difficult to be able to implement. It takes a lot of creative to be able to do creative. that. So, what happens is people don't realize that the amount that they're paying is sometimes double or triple what a other another advertiser a competitor might be paying that's being very aggressive with creating new content and really dialing into the tools that Facebook has. So we see this because we work with so many different companies that a lot of times we've worked with competitors to be like, man, like this is straight up double. Like you are paying and we don't, you know, wouldn't release the results to people, but we're like, we've got to make some changes because you're massively overpaying and they have no clue. Right. 100%. 100%. One thing I want to add to that, I, I think, like you said, you know, having that in-house person or giving that explanation, like, hey, like I have someone in-house that's taking care of it. It is coming from a good place, but I don't think, you just based off of everything that you just said, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Like here, like I just see what has to take place for a campaign to run successfully. 
you got the account managers, you got the you got the editors, you got the graphic editors, you got the video editors, you got the con, you know, you got the videographers. It takes a lot of people, and, yeah. you're, and you're saying I got one person in my company that's taking care of all of that. Yeah, like unless they're Superman, yeah. like you know, how many hours do they have in a day? Um, you know, how fast are they moving between all tasks? Like, yeah. there's there's a lot of work that goes into it, and I'm not saying someone can't do it. I'm sure they can, yep. but you know, the you can't expect a ten, you know, a whole team to be able to or one person out produce a whole team yeah oh no there's no way no yeah. way and even if it was superman you should turn to him <laughs> and ask him do you have your blueprint certification <laughs> if, if he's managing your money yeah yep. it doesn't matter who he is that's the one question you should be like do you do you have that yeah um you know i would say this too you know if you've got someone that's <clears throat> that's internal um that's managing things i mean i wrote this book to try to help people it's called a complete guide to facebook advertising you can find it on amazon there's a 2020 edition uh, that just got released about a month ago. Uh, pick it up. Um, you know, give it to them. Make sure that they're they're understanding what is the cutting edge kind of tools and options and strategies that will help them out. Um, but it's definitely something I would say. You know, if you've yeah, got a good it, resource, internal employee. Resource. Um, and I, if you're a business owner, I would watch that world very closely because yep. numbers can easily rise, and you could get an answer back of. Oh, it's just Facebook is charging more, mm -hmm. which is generally not the case. They charge more when ads are bad yep, and yep. not performing well. So yep. just keep an eye on that. For sure. All right, what do we got? All right, next, number four. How quickly am I going to make money with my Facebook ads? Oh, man, yeah. I've got to thank all the, the online gurus that are like, buy my course, buy yep. my course, because this is where it comes from. I mean, they, they bombard with, look at me, I spent a dollar on Facebook and I made $14 million. <clears throat> now buy my course for uh, for 100 bucks and, uh, and follow me. So, you know, what happens here is a lot of people will highlight the one element where they won. Like, look at me, I hit a home run. And what they won't show is here's 999 times that I struck out or I right. tried things that didn't work. And so they give this persona that everything with Facebook just instantly will make you hordes of cash. And so people a lot of times get frustrated where they're like, well, I hired someone Big and uh, you know, I only made double my money. This is a huge failure. Right. I'm like, no, if you doubled your money, like you're growing and let's keep going. Um, so it's something that you know, I just see and it's, it's tough because they get this, um, this idea in their mind that it's just this Facebook lotto or right. they're gonna put in a dollar and all my problems will be solved. Um, and to some extent, the honest truth is Facebook's hard work. Yeah. It, like what you talked was, about with the team, easy. Yep. It, it takes a full team. And even with that, <clears throat> man, there are times that we build and rebuild and rebuild based on what we see with the data um, and be like, ah, we did this. And even if you build everything perfectly, a lot of times the Facebook algorithm can just, you know, turn an ad off or it doesn't really like one. And you've got to figure out what do we do next and, and what's the next step. Yeah, no, people are eager. Uh, going back to what you're saying, you know, they'll see people who have extraordinary results. I mean, it's, it's great they want, but it's, it doesn't tell the whole story. You know, it's kind of like, I don't know, you could say, you know, people who post stuff on social media, you know, they show their perfect life. It's yeah. their highlight reel. You're not really seeing what happens, you know, the rest of the hours of the day or the rest of the days of the week. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, this is the one thing that happened and it's fantastic. Take a look. Yeah. Um, you got to... There, there's a lot more. In other words, do your due diligence, right? Um, make sure we set the right expectations. Um, and 
you know, so you know that hey, like especially it also just depends where you're starting at, right? Like if you already have winning campaigns, yep. um, you're ahead of the curve, but the work's not done. So uh, it's so true. And it, you know, sometimes the Facebook advertising platform is incredibly powerful. Yeah. Um, like I, I would like this. I see videos on YouTube all the time. I, I think they're <clears> amazing. Is people that get into like a Lamborghini and they're yeah. like, and they go to hit the gas, yeah. and they just you know swerve out of control and hit like a tree. Because they're like, damn, this is really powerful. Yeah. Like they don't understand the machine that they're in. They're new at that. And I yeah. think that that happens a lot within the Facebook world. People just get in there and be like, yeah, let's enter some zeros. Let's go. And ultimately it's it's your, if you're the business owner, it's your Lambo. Yeah. Like it's your money. Make sure who's driving that knows what they're doing. Yeah. All right. Number three. Oh, we're down We're down to the top three. Top I love three, it. Top three. Top three. Facebook ads. Don't work for my type of business. Oh, this is, yep. This is one that that I've gotten a lot that people have maybe tried it one time. Yeah. And they're like, no, I already know. It just it won't work for my business. Um, and I would say a lot of these people, you know, uh, you know, it can be come kind of from two things: people that have tried it, or people that are just hesitant for change. Yeah. Um, a lot of these are the same people that would be like, the internet's a fad, and the iPhone will go away, and Tesla will be bankrupt by next week. Like they just generally don't like the idea of change. And on this one, you know, it's tough because in the time, which I've been doing Facebook ads for six years, mm -hmm. in the time that I've been doing it, um, I would be like, man, the amount of companies that I've seen just destroy other companies by paying less, by reaching more of their customers. In the early days, like if I was working at Pepsi, I could go and take all of Coke's fans and target right to them. Like there was a lot of, a lot of areas had no limits and I could for pennies pull them over to my brand or right. tell them here's my company. I didn't need to target everyone in America. I would just target my number one competitor. Whoop, they would all come right over being like, oh, look at this. There's another, you know, another soda, soda company that I'm interested in. Right. Um, so there was a lot of ways to be able to pick stuff up. So by not changing, man, it's, it's like you're just shooting yourself in the foot right. by allowing your competitors to jump in and, and use a better tool. Yeah, no, it's, you gotta have, um, you gotta identify what's actually the problem, right? It's like, if it's someone who's, you know, sits on that train of thought, like, hey, like, I, I'm just not open to this. It's my way or the highway, this has always worked. Or it's just the person who's, you know, hey, I tried it and failed, and that's why I got my guard up. Yeah, You know, I got trust issues. I don't know if this is gonna work or not. I got burned. Uh, yep. And then they're, they're trying to tiptoe in and, you know, you got, that's, it's it's a tough um, rope to walk. But at the same time, I think if you come from a place of empathy and being able to understand and seeing where they're coming from and then, you know, just taking a look at, hey, what went wrong? What happened yeah. here? Right. Yeah. Like, was it because, you know, you brought someone in and, you know, there wasn't periodic check in um, the results? You know, was there clear communication on the results? Uh was their mistake made? So you know you really got to get to the source of the issue, um, and really understand where they're coming from and where that where that train of thought came from. Yeah, um, and being able to address that. It's crazy because a lot of times I'll talk with someone. I'm like, you tell me any whatever your business is. Right. There's an option for you within the world of Facebook advertising. Yeah. Whether it's you know e-commerce or mobile app installs, lead generation, uh, live events, a local retail, yeah. um, messenger bots to be able to have automated conversations yeah. or even branding and awareness. And there's yeah. a lot of times people are like, why would I do branding? Like that's what the big mega companies do. 
you can create segments of your warmest audience, your customers or the people that have just been to your website in the last week. That's who you would run a branding campaign towards, yeah. which is awesome because you have the ability to make sure that you're reaching them every day, but you're paying much, much less than you ever would pay. Right. You know, you don't need to be the big, you know, mega companies that are running Super Bowl ads. You are using the same tool that the companies use to run Super Bowl ads, but you can do it efficiently for your business, no matter what right. your budget is. Yeah. Um, that's just, I don't know. I dig it. That's good. It's good. Cool. All right. All right. Top two. And I'm not two. All right. <laughs> Number two, it's too expensive. I don't have the money. Oh, man. This is this is one. It, is, it was tough to figure out which one was our number one. Yeah. Because this one's right up there. It's like, right I feel like they, they could have gone either way. Right. Um, you know, people that are like, ah, oh, I just don't know the money or it's too expensive. Um, you know, for me, I've always been like, you know, what's the cost if you don't advertise? Right. Um, and that's where a lot of times people are just on the on the, the, the fence. Um, and I'm like, man, that's it. If, if you don't advertise, one of two things will happen. Either death of your company because no one knows about it yeah. or mediocrity, meaning you're just settling for, hey, I'm going to hope that someone walks by and walks in the door and I'll take what I can get. And I'm like, man, that that seems lame to me because if you're doing everything to run a business, why not just tell more people about it so yeah. they can come in? Yeah, and not only that, it's, I think, you know, we're living in the greatest era of advertising and, you know, being able to get in front of people at scale. Um, you know, in a way, social media and the internet has really brought us much closer together. You know, we're really hour to hour with people. Yep. The moment someone says something, if you have, a you know, a substantial following or brands who have a substantial following, uh, you're able to find out when things are happening, what they're up to. So it, it's 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 super important not just for acquiring the customer but being able to stay in front of them. One of my favorite, uh, I guess you could say, mentors or people, someone I follow, Grant Cardone. Shout out GC. Hopefully you're watching. Ten X. But uh, yeah, Ten X. <laughs> One of the things that he talks about, he's like, you know, if people don't know you, I can't do business with you. Yeah. And sec and just to piggyback off of that, if I know you, I forgot about you. Mm. Like. I could know who you are, but if I forget who you are, or if you're just not registering in my world, even yeah. though we've already have some type of connection, or I've maybe bought something from you. How am I supposed to do continue to do business with you? Yeah. So it's 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 really it, it's it's a cycle that never stops. You know, you you got you have to make the introduction, but also stay relevant. Yep. And so you can have that. I love yeah, that you gave that customer. quote because I've heard you say other times. Scared money don't make money, which is yeah. a, a Grant Cardone quote. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Another one. <laughs> which is, yeah. you know, you've got to be, um, you know, courageous and look at how do I, how do I advertise or how do I put forth um, the effort to reach new people or to communicate with the people that I want to do business. And that's really what you're doing. You're paying to communicate. Um, so many people, I think, view ads, you know, from the old school era, which was before the internet, which is. I'm just going to put an image in front of you yeah. and I'm going to show it to you a thousand times and eventually it'll go into your subconscious and you'll just want to buy it. Um, and it's not like that anymore. I think you you have the ability to relate, to interact, to communicate, um, to provide value to customers in relation to your business. Um, and so people that are still doing it the old school way, man, are going to get spanked yeah. um, when it comes to what they are finding out, what they're paying uh, in comparison to other, other people. So yeah, no, I, I just think it's, 
you know, a lot, another kind of to piggyback off that, a lot of what times people ask is how much should I spend? And that's a question that they struggle hey, to be like, how much do I major. need to be spending yeah. on advertising? Yeah. Um, and I know like the U.S. Small <clears throat> Business Association recommends if you're under 5 million in sales, it's about 7 to 8% of your gross revenue or 10 to 12% of your net profit. Um, and I think kind of on our end, we generally recommend between new companies do, you know, 12 to 20% yeah. um, of their gross revenue. Uh, and if you're established companies, it can be between six to 12%. But you know, when you're new, you're really fighting to grow and to kind of like a tree sprouting, you want to get out and get your branches to where they can pick up sunlight. Um, that's what you're trying to do. Um, so I would generally recommend a little bit more as you're growing. And then the established companies usually have um, you know, a lot more systems and processes yeah, in, in play, with. more to work with. Um, and so they have, you know, it kind of comes down a little bit. They, they're not as needy or as hungry for, you know, every little so, drop of, of sunlight or any little drop of business. So, yeah. 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 All right, um, cool. Should we go to the last one? That's it. Last one. Last one. Top one. Yep. All right. Our top reason. Da -da 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 -da. Drum roll, drum roll. Can you guarantee me results? No. What's the ROI? Yes. Can you guarantee me the results? And, and this always makes me smile whenever I hear it. Um, this is probably the, one of the questions I've, I've always heard the most of. And, and here's the answer that I give back to people on the phone, which is the only guarantee uh, that you can get out of this is that Mark Zuckerberg is going to take your money. That's, that's <laughs> it, right? That's the only guarantee um, of this. If you run Facebook ads, Mark is going to take your money. He's going to show your ad on the platform, and that's it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's very similar to a casino, mm -hmm. right? Uh, Facebook is the house, and the house always wins. What's different here is that Facebook has built a, a platform where they're like, we want you to win. We're going to win no matter what. Yeah, but we want you to win, and we want to help encourage the people who are winning. Right. And if you're doing things that help us win as well, we're going to give you some benefits. We're going to let you into our, our VIP program. We're going to lower the cost. Um, you know, and if you're doing things that are awkward or weird or against our policies, boom, you're cut. We're going to send security, throw you out. Right, and it really is as simple as. The Facebook platform is right. Um, what kind of brings back to to kind of to guarantee the results? It's it. Facebook is going to win. Um, you know their system and their platform is built um, so that they always make money. Right. Um, and if you do things right, you can make a lot of money right along no, with de them. You definitely can. You yeah, they can. Um, I know. I know. You know, Gary Vaynerchuk has a story where someone was asking him like, "What's the ROI on social media?" And it was a, someone at a big brand and they were just grilling, be like, you can't prove to me the ROI and social media. That means it's not valuable. And he's like, what's the ROI of your mother? <laughs> and and the, the, he said in the uh, meeting, the lady yeah. was just like, what, how dare you? He's like, no, give me the dollar amount. Like, what's the ROI of your mom? When you fell down and she picked you up and your knee was scraped and she put a bandaid on it. When you came home from school, when a bully picked on you and she gave you a hug, like, what's the ROI on that? Give me a number. And I was like, that's probably the best example I've ever heard, you know, when it comes to this is, you know, sometimes not everything can be easily tracked. And in the digital world, people forget that because they're like, I want to see every number. Yeah. And there is value. You, know, you never know when you showed an ad to someone that may become your number one customer. And yeah. you may view that and be like, well, it was, you know, it was expensive to reach that audience, but you might have found, you know, the, the person that will love your company the most um, down the road. Uh, it's just, 
I, I think when it comes to it, there's a lot of common sense that needs to go into this. Um, I remember walking on the Santa Monica Pier a couple years ago, and no joke, one in three people were searching for Pokemon with Pokemon Go. Yeah. And it was oh, when yeah, it was out, it was a big that. craze. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I was like, dude, it all it took was common sense to realize this is big. Like, this is really big right now, and everyone is doing it. Yeah. I would want to get in front of that and be like, how can I be involved in Pokemon Go? Like, that's it. And I think common sense across the board is if you look out at a, a room full of people and what they're doing, they're most likely looking at their phone. Yeah. Uh, and you want to, if you want to get in front of them, that's where you need to be is, yeah. is on their media. on their phone. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, going back to kind of results to finish this up, you know, when it comes to Facebook ads, uh, a lot of times the ROAS that we see, which is a return on ad spend, yep. you know, most people just approach Facebook and they just say, let's run ads. Oh, it's not working. What happens is we always break things down into different segments, meaning there's a group of people that have never heard anything about you before. Um, this one is the least profitable of all the segments, but it's the introductions of your company to new people that maybe didn't know about you. So you would look at that and be like, well, it's not profitable, but you are now meeting new people and it's not designed to be profitable. It's designed to be that first introduction. Um, then yeah. there's people that have been to your website, um, which we call middle of the funnel, uh, where we are then trying to warm them up um, to be like, hey, here's our reviews. Here's things. Here's other people talking about us. Here's other th reasons why we're valuable. Um, and then we have what we call the bottom of the funnel. And this is generally the warmest audience, people that have just come or they've looked at specific pages and then maybe left without completing the action in the last you know, seven to 15 days. Um, and this is where we go very aggressive after these people. When you segment yeah. them out, you can spend more money on that bottom segment and really put a lot of work towards, hey, you walked into our store online and you left. We did something wrong. What did we miss? Yeah. What was your question? How can we talk with you? How can we interact with you? What would you have wanted? Um, there's so many elements that can happen right there at that point of time. And that's where we generally see the highest return on investment um, when we can address the issues that are right at that at that point of time. Yeah, no, that's it's it's uh, I think it's important to really understand and and and, and meet people at the right place of the sales process yeah. within your business right you, you know like you said I, you know without the top of the funnel you're not going to get any more customers because if you just focused on the very very profitable parts of your business yeah. which is you know the bottom of the funnel who people showed high intent they maybe looked at a specific product page maybe they looked at or they initiated some type of checkout but they didn't complete it or people who've been to your website well what happens when you've gone through those people yeah right like how are you it bringing dries up yeah how are you bringing more people in to to take a look and and, and look in your direction take a look at you what you have what type of value you're bringing how you can you know improve their lives whether you know through some type of product or experience so you know they're all very very important um and it's just it's just a necessary investment if you yeah. want to be here five ten years from now i love it i love yep. it now i get to ask you we threw in one little bonus uh bonus question here right, at here the very go. end Brandon, why should companies hire an agency like advertisement? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a great question. Um, I mean, we gave these are just some of the, the the ten that we just went through. You know, these are they're valid. Um, you know, reasons. You know, and, and I guess objections that people have mm -hmm. or complaints. Uh, but I think you gotta, man. If you want to make sure you're successful, you want to have a winning team. Yeah, you want to have a winning team. 
and you got to understand, you know, it, it, it takes it takes a team because there's a lot of work that goes into this, a lot of work. Um, and like I, like we mentioned in one of the previous uh, reasons earlier in the show, you know, having someone within your company that helps is good. It's a good start. Comes, it's a good start. Yeah, I w- let's put it there. But you really there's there's so many moving parts. Like, well, you, if you want to be successful, you need to have great content. You need to be able to show up at different ways. And going back to this example mm-hmm. where we're talking about, you know, people, there's different expectations and different reasons why people are interacting with you at different parts of your sales process. You need to be able to create content and messages to those specific people. I'm yeah. not going to show, you know, a piece of content uh, that's intended for a repeat customer to someone who's never seen me before, yeah. you know, so that, that takes, that there's work there. So having, you know, your content in check and, and making sure it's consistent that you're really tailoring and customizing a message, then you want to be able to build the framework, right? Yep. You want to make sure that people, um, you're able to retarget, show people a specific type of ad at a specific time, so a lot of work goes into it. There's, there's a, you know, you really want to have a team there. Another thing is, you know, our team is awesome. Yeah. You want to, you know, you want to, you That's know, a you know true what story. it's just like everyone in here is blueprint certified. So going back to the exam that, yep. you know, we, we talk about it's available, it's out there, but I would say over, what do you say? Like over 95% of yeah. advertisers do yeah. not have that blueprint certification. It, it really is nuts. Uh, the people that, we talk with they're like well no is that important or yeah no we don't we don't we don't want to take the time and i'm like man like that's your one job yeah is to manage this client's money yeah in the form of facebook ads and you don't think it's important to get that certification from facebook do you actually know what you're doing yeah yeah 100 percent. so i mean just that alone you know every, every, everyone you know leveraging an agency that has you know, talented people, people yeah. who are experienced, people who are knowledgeable, people who understand and work this day to day versus, you know, maybe an in-house person or a business owner that's trying to look at other parts of their business and making sure it's it's working. It's there's not enough time in the day, oh, yeah. um, you know, and even if it does get your attention, you know, there's there's a there's a gap, right? There's a gap of, you know, not being in the trenches day to day that someone who is will will know. And, and you know, just for execution purposes, oh. right? Like. I think the knowledge out there uh, in terms of advertising, you know, it, people do a really good job of distributing information and tips and everything. But I think what really matters is execution and your ability to execute and get the work done in, 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 in a fast, timely manner and such that it's polished and it's ready to go is a big deal. And I think if you're not able to execute quick, you're missing out. Yeah. Oh, it's so true. Yeah. So true. You know, to add on that real quick, I know we do all, everything's month to month contracts, uh, which is incredibly easy to, to get in and sign up. We've got a full team yeah. um, with video editors and account managers and media buyers and copywriters and analysts. Um, and to some extent that we've enjoyed being the leader in paid social since, you know, the company was founded, yeah. um, which is great. So if you want to know more about, you know, options of, of working with advertisement, um, you know, feel free to check out the website, uh, advertisementmint.com, or give us a call, 844-236-4686, extension 2. We'll yeah. get you into Brandon and his team. Yeah, we can uh, talk. You can, you can chat it up. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you guys so much for hanging with us today. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Duke of Digital podcast with Brian Meert. Want to network with other business owners? Join our exclusive group, 
at facebook.com slash groups slash Duke of Digital. Fancy the Duke? Leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast app and you could be mentioned on the show. The Duke of Digital was produced by Advertise Mint and recorded in Hollywood, California.